Welcome everyone to episode 60 of the Missing Pieces podcast. If this is your first time watching or listening, my name's Greg, and this is where I sit down and I discuss my life, Lego, and anything else that's on my mind each week. And I want to thank you for taking time out of your week to be here with me. But even more so, I would like to thank everyone that left a comment on last week's episode, episode 59, because I really needed it. You would think that maybe being this many weeks into this series that I'd be able to come down here and record these with no problems and it'd just be a piece of cake. But occasionally, and maybe you can relate to this too, occasionally I start falling into this space where doubt starts creeping in. That inner voice that says that you're not good enough or why should anyone care what you have to say or who cares about your life or your opinions. And I really started believing that. And this comes up every once in a while, but the thing that saves me, and this is why I wanna thank you so much for the feedback. I read your guys' comments and it's just like, it, I'm, I'm already getting emotional. We're not even a minute into this episode. It floods me with the, this positivity and it really does feel like I'm providing value out there. And that's why I do this. So I just want to thank everyone for everything last week and all of the weeks, honestly, it's just, it's amazing. I don't share a lot of that in the viewer feedback, but I do read everything and I, I really do appreciate it. So thank you guys for being here and thank you for, for putting up with me every week. It's this is my favorite thing that I do, and I, I can't let that inner voice get me down. And don't let the inner voice get you down either, man. Just do what you love to do. So, oh gosh, this is that moment where I'm like, let's just click the button to start it over. I'm not going to, though. Let's talk about this week. This week was a really interesting one. In the world of video games and Lego, so we're going to kind of split this into two topics, two things that I really love. And I have a feeling that many of you are into this, the same hobbies that I am as well. Being that we've been here this long together, I think maybe, maybe. Let's talk about video games first. And let's talk about this week, which was a new release week for not only the Xbox Series S and X, but also the PlayStation 5. And Personally, I'm a huge fan of video games, have been since 1990 when I played Super Mario Brothers for the first time with my mom. I think I've shared that story here. And of course, I'd like to get in on this, this new craze in video games, even though I really don't have much time to play them. And I was going to talk about this topic this week, but I might save it for next week because we've got so much to cover. I was going to talk about margin, having margin in your life or like free time. And while I am a stay-at-home dad and a full-time YouTuber, you think I'd have all kinds of free time and nothing would be happening, but it feels like the exact opposite with, with helping with Clark with school and the video editing and trying to create these stories every week and making Lego videos and trying to be a streamer and all these things that I'm all, I'm always trying to balance all these plates. And a lot of times these plates are crashing to the ground. So I try to do at least a few things really well. And uh, the struggle is real, but I'm doing my best that I can. Uh, but nonetheless, the hype bug has caught me and I decided that I would try my hand at scoring at least one of these systems. So on Tuesday was the day that the Xbox came out. I unfortunately missed the pre-order because I was four minutes late on the pre-order day and it was already gone. And unfortunately, the same situation happened on release day. I was actually starting a lunch in Lego with our patrons at the exact time that it went live. I forget what site we're on. We're on Target maybe? I think it might have been Target. And I'm trying to buy this thing and it says that there's one in stock and I keep putting in my card and then like it disappears. And unfortunately, long story short, spoiler alert, <laughs> I didn't get an Xbox. And I was bummed, but I was like, you know what? I still have so much to play on the other Xbox. In fact, so I went and I went along and ordered a two terabyte hard drive for my Xbox One because I have Game Pass. And that's why I really love 
Xbox is because Game Pass is like the Netflix of video games. If you don't know how it works, basically you pay, I think it's $15 a month, but typically I pay less than like $9 a month because they get it on sale. And you can go on and you can play a whole slew of games. I think it's over 100 games that Microsoft has on there. You do have to download them. It's not streaming, but you can play these for free essentially, even though you paid for it. Uh, so I really love that about Xbox. And I thought maybe that's the way that I would want to go in the future, kind of bailing on PlayStation. And I, being that I'm a PlayStation guy and I've been for a long time, I was like, you know what? Xbox seems to be going the right direction. But then I have some Lego friends, unfortunately, <laughs> oh, fortunately, and they're hyping up this PlayStation. They're getting it. They're showing me pictures of it and they're talking about how amazing it's going to be. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll give it a shot here on PlayStation release day, which was Thursday. And Walmart was doing this thing where they decided they were going to do it in increments. So at noon Eastern, they were going to have a batch three Eastern, six Eastern and nine Eastern. And it was a bloody nightmare, man. I went on there and at noon I tried, I was refreshing the page, 11.58 a.m. I'm refreshing the page. I'm like, I'm going to be ready for this. I'm going to get it in my cart and I'm going to buy it. So I'm refreshing endlessly. I refresh right when it hits noon and the refresh takes like one second longer than what it did the previous times. And when the page refreshed, it was out of stock. And I'm just like, are you kidding me, dude? Are you kidding me? Like, didn't even, I never even saw it in stock. That's how short, li short lived, short lived, short lived. We're getting there. Should I start this over? <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, that's going to be the, the, I think, the tagline of missing pieces. Missing pieces. Should I start this over? I didn't get my 12 o'clock Xbox or PlayStation. Gosh, uh, I was like, you know what? Let's try again at three. Unfortunately, three o'clock, I was busy, but bricked a lot. My good buddy and, uh, owner of the dead Lego channel, Bricked a Lot. I'm always on him about that. Guy that I kind of forced into starting a channel. I always try to inspire people. Some people that I can't inspire, I just nag them until they actually start a channel. And Bricked a Lot is my buddy that I did that with. And it's like a running joke with us. Um, but he, he tried at three for me, had the same situation. I ended up trying at six and nine and literally same situation throughout the entire day, except for at nine o'clock, the whole website just crashed 9 PM. So, uh, Spoiler alert again, I didn't get a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox. And I'm coming to grips with that. I've gone through the, the stages of grief. Not really. I mean, honestly, like, like I said, I have such little time to actually play video games that this isn't like a huge deal. I've saved $500, so that's kind of a cool thing, right? And uh, I still have the Xbox One to play with tons of games and Game Pass that I haven't even touched yet. I bought Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 for, like a month ago for PlayStation. Haven't even tried it yet. So why am I trying to buy these consoles? This is like, if you guys didn't know, if this is your first time listening or watching, this is basically like my therapy session. You guys are just like my silent therapist until I see your comments come in. Uh, so thank you for letting me lay on the couch here and talk about all these things. But I'm coming to grips with the fact that I don't really need one of these consoles right now. For the games that I play, like Clark and I play Minecraft quite often, you could, you could play that on a potato at this point and it would be fine. So I think we're okay. That being said, if one does end up popping up somehow, like if I can get my hands on one, say like I, I come across this mysterious page on Target or Walmart or Amazon or whatever, and they're just like, hey, it's here. I might try my hand at it, but I won't be heartbroken if I don't get it. I do feel for the parents though, like obviously Clark is too young to be like, I really want a PlayStation 5, but I do feel for the parents that are out there trying to snag one of these for their kid for Christmas and just having zero luck because of all the bots and stuff. They get onto these websites and order dozens of these and put them on eBay. Like you, eBay is flooded with PlayStations right now. And I think they're going for like $1,800 for some of the prices that I was seeing. And it's just, it, I'm not going to use any foul language. It, it infuriates me that 
there's honest people out there trying to get these things and then there's scalpers that are scalping them. And I just, I don't know how that's legal. Like, how is it legal to, like, isn't scalping illegal? Like you go and buy a concert ticket. I think that's the biggest definition of scalping. And then you scalp it to someone else for three times the cost. That's what they're doing. But I guess maybe you have the right to do that as somebody that got in there and bought one. It's just, it sucks, man. It sucks for people that are like just trying to be like decent people and not getting 10 at a time or whatever. Same thing happens in the world of Lego. Like we've all seen it. And it sucks, but I guess it's just the way it is. And uh, I feel like we say that a lot about a lot of things. It sucks, but that's just the way it is. And that was my experience in trying to acquire a new video game console on release day. And uh, it didn't go very well. But uh, we struck out, but I, I do feel like this, this week was still a win. And we'll be sharing your wins of the week here coming up. But before I do that, I want to skew this over into the Lego scene. I feel oftentimes these episodes, we don't talk much about Lego. And I know some of you, or maybe some of you are, are just here for Lego, or you like, you wish this was a Lego podcast and less about me trying to get an Xbox. Like how is that relevant to a Lego channel? And I question that too. And that could be a part of the, the conundrum that I have here sometimes where I, I doubt myself with these and I'm just like, dude, like why does someone care if I'm trying to get an Xbox? But maybe you do. Um, Let's talk about Lego for a little bit. I came up with something new this week that I tried, and I really enjoyed it, and I thought it was really fun. You guys probably know, and I think I've been pretty clear about this before. I'm not a huge fan of Lego reviews. I don't really watch them. I don't like making them. I just, it's not my style. I like sharing an experience. I like sharing my Lego collecting journey. I don't feel like a review is necessarily that. I do appreciate that some people like to hear my opinions on things, and I can easily share that, but... I don't like reviewing Lego sets. So I thought, you know what? We build these sets all the time. Clarkman builds most of them. Why not let him do Lego reviews? Let him talk about it. What's this set like from a five-year-old's perspective? You've heard adults talk about this set. How does a five-year-old feel about it? So Clarky built the AAT, which we got this week. We also got the 501st Battle Pack if you missed that video. So that'll be an exciting one to do. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do with that. I'm thinking about making a video titled uh, Building the Worst Lego Set Ever Made, just to trigger people. It's been this ongoing thing with Greg's Gardening Tips and the 501st Battle Pack. And the Star Wars people are just such a a fragile bunch and I like to play with with them and have fun with them and they just get all kinds of triggered I probably lost a good number of subscribers because of it but to me it's just fun uh, so I want to do something with that but the, back to the AAT or AC AC I think as Clark called it I let him sit down and just do a review on it it was two minutes long and I called it the definitive review so I think I'm gonna make this a series Clark's definitive reviews of certain Lego sets where he just sits down and he says all the things that he wants to say about it. It might be coherent. It might not be, but it's his. And for me, looking back like years from now, you guys know I'm all about creating this video time capsule of my life and Clark's life and everything. I think that'll be more fun to watch than me sitting there and being like, well, let me show you how this action works on the door and how it goes up. And I'll have you know that this piece was uh, only seen in three others. No, that's not me. The definitive review series. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Unfortunately, YouTube uh, wasn't all about Clark Man doing a solo video. I think they need to see my ugly mug in the video to be like, oh yeah, this is uh, this is an adult video. So I have to do like an intro thing where we talk about car insurance rates or something, and then let Clark do his definitive review. But and it sucks because you guys can comment on that video, which is a huge bummer because as you as you could tell from this episode, those comments mean a lot to me. Um, and that's something I should talk about too, like validation from YouTube. I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about getting validation from posting in social media and how important that is to a lot of people. And I can certainly say that it's important to me, but it's also important not to get your worth 
from comments on YouTube or Instagram or wherever you're posting things. I know how tempting it is to go back and see what people said and to see all those likes or hearts or whatever. It feels really good, doesn't it? But it's a part of that addictive nature and you shouldn't let that be in control of of how you feel about yourself. But unless that's a positive thing, because if that makes you feel good, I I can understand that because I understand where it makes you feel good, but your whole personality or whatever shouldn't hinge upon that. But I love I love hearing from you guys, and it sucked that video didn't have comments, but I hope you enjoyed it. I imagine it probably put a smile on at least a few people's faces, except for if you're a Star Wars detector, you probably put a frown on it. But we had a good time with it. Uh, next thing I want to talk about in the world of Lego is Kohl's. I've been, ha- I've been doing a lot of shopping with Kohl's. Not a place that I've gone for Lego very often. I see people posting like Kohl's clearance deals and finding crazy stuff there. I've never once found clearance at my Kohl's, and I don't think I ever will. But what Kohl's... The cool thing about Kohl's, Kohl, 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 is, should I start this over again, is the fact that they have this thing called Kohl's Cash. And once you get on a roll with Kohl's, uh, oh God. Okay, we're going to keep this going. (laughs) Drink break. Let's reset. The cool thing about Kohl's is that you get on a roll with a 30% off deal that I got on the Batcave and this other little helicopter poly bag, which you'll see a video on tomorrow. We're kind of out of order here. They gave me $20 Kohl's cash for that or something like that. And I was like, or maybe it's $10. I can't recall. But I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to use this for like another order. And then I did that. And they're like, here's even more Kohl's cash. And you can just keep this rolling. You can always get like 20% off the Lego sets there. Even sets that are full price like everywhere, you can kind of get them for 20% off at Kohl's. So I'm really loving that. I've made three orders now, and I'm just going to keep it rolling. The downside of the Kohl's cash is they pin you into like the following week. So say you order something on November 12th, for example. They're like, here's your Kohl's cash that you can use from like the 13th to the 20th. And I understand why they're doing this. They're trying to get you to keep coming back to their site all the time, and you'll probably end up spending more money than the cash they're giving you. And they're obviously profiting from this. But if you make a roll at it, it's pretty awesome. In fact, it takes me back to when I used to do shopping at Kmart for video games. They had this thing in, I think it was like 2011, that was really wild wild. It was like, you buy a full price video game for $60. They print out this receipt that gives you $20 off your next video game purchase, as long as you did it within like the next two weeks. And if you do that, like in November, which is, I think when I was doing it, I remember Skyrim coming out while I was doing this. And I think Uncharted, this takes you back to the PlayStation three days. I was just like rolling this over, over and over and over again, because there was always new games coming out each week. And I was getting them all for like, I guess like 33% off. So that was really awesome. And I have like a little glimpse of this happening with Kohl's and I'm getting some of the things that I've wanted and I got a Patreon set and um, there's another little something that's coming. I won't share too much of it here because I like to keep my hauls a surprise. And you know, the story is is 90% of the journey. So uh, I like to save that for you guys. So no spoilers, but I thought I would share that. So if you're trying to buy some stuff from Kohl's or maybe Kohl's wasn't a place that you considered getting Lego before, it might be a place that you want to at least try out and try to get some of that that Kohl's cash. Plus I think they have like a, another rewards program as well that I somehow signed up for and I'll have to figure out what's going on with that. But I think there might be money stacking up in an account somewhere, which is kind of cool as well. Cool and cools. So that's where I've been buying from. Uh, but we're, if we're talking about buying Lego, this is a question that I get often. And I saw this question in the comments this week. I couldn't find it afterwards when I went back. Um, but I get questions sometimes that are what Lego set should I buy? A lot of people ask that. They might give me like a price range. They're like, oh, what Lego set can I buy for under $100? Or should I buy for $100? What Lego set should I buy for $20? And 
I thought it'd be good to address that here in, in a missing pieces episode, because that's a very personal question to, to ask if you know, it doesn't seem like it is like, if you go to anyone that and say, I have a hundred dollars to spend, what should I get in Lego? It really isn't based on what that person thinks. It should be based on like your interests. That's always my follow-up question is like, what are you interested in? And if they say, you know, Star Wars, for example, there's a lot of great Star Wars sets you can get for a hundred dollars or less, several of them, uh, or Lego creator, for example, like if someone's, if someone came to me and said they had a hundred dollars spent Lego, I would probably tell them to go get the creator pirate ship, which I still don't have yet. I think I'm going to put that on my Christmas list. Um, but maybe you don't like Lego Crater. So that's why I say like that question's personal because it really depends on what you like. And I don't think anyone can really answer that for you unless you tell them what theme, like you really have to tell like, w- w- sort of narrow it down a little bit because there's so much you can do with that. Now, $20, e- even at $20, I think you could probably pull off like a lot of different purchases. But if you ever do want to ask me that question, like if it's in a live stream or or in a comment or whatever, I try to answer it like with my opinion, but um, don't do it here. Save your, save your comment for something else. Uh, cause, cause I don't want like everybody to just comment. Hey, what Lego set should I get for $50? That'll get excessive, but, um, just c- try to narrow it down. Say like, what, what, uh, city set should I get for $50 or less? Or what Jurassic world set should I get? And then that really makes it easy. But I thought I'd throw that out there. Um, but on the topic of buying Lego, we're almost at that point. My friends, if you're hearing this, if you're listening to this in the first week that it's out, Next weekend is the time to buy Lego. Next weekend, Lego is doing something miraculous that I'm really excited about. And I hope, like, I'm going to be up super early to take advantage of this on Saturday morning. I think it starts. It's the 21st and 22nd. Lego is hitting us with the trifecta here. They're doing double VIP weekend. So what that means, if you guys don't know what VIP is, if you sign up with Lego, which is free to do, you get 5% back on every Lego purchase. So if you buy that $100 set that I recommend to you, you get $5 back to use on a future purchase. Let's not talk about how easy or difficult that is to actually redeem. Let's just know that you're getting that money. Well, on double VIP weekend, that goes from $5 to $10. So you're essentially getting 10% back on your Lego purchase, which is great. On top of that, next weekend, Lego is also doing the Charles Dickens promo, which is the Christmas Carol book. That's a really cute set. If you haven't seen it, do a search for it. I don't have a set number in front of me, but if you do a search for Lego Charles Dickens gift with purchase, uh, you, you'll be able to see what it is, and it's really fantastic. I believe that they're doing that as a free gift with purchase on, is it $120? I think it's $120, but I'm not certain about that. It may be $150. All I know is I'm spending more than that because at the $200 level, they're giving away one of these little bricks that's like this. And if you're listening to this, it's a uh, two by four brick built brick. Uh, This one that I have in my hand is red, but they're doing a teal one, which I'm really excited about. And that's for spending $200. You may think this is a lame promo at $200, but when you compound that with the fact that you're also getting the Charles Dickens book and 10% off, you buy a $200 set, which you'll have to, it's probably gonna be 199. So you're gonna have to put something small in your cart to go over the limit. You're getting what, $20 back. Is that right? Yeah, you're getting $20. You're getting the Charles Dickens promo and you're getting the brick as well for $200. And if you're wondering what set I'm getting, if oh, let's throw the question out there. Greg, what $200 set should I buy? The Ecto-1, of course. Is there any question? The Ecto-1, it came out today, I think. And it's a beautiful set. Obviously, if you love 
uh, Ghostbusters. It's going to be right up your alley. But even like people that don't love the the source material, and I, I talk about this a lot in Lego. You don't have to love the source material to love a set. Like Voltron, I love Voltron, but I've never seen the show Voltron. I have seen Power Rangers, and it reminds me of that. But I haven't seen. Well, okay, let's give another example. Uh, I I can't really. <laughs> I have nothing. Uh, but let's talk about the Batmobile. Beautiful set. If you've never seen the 1989 Batman or ever seen a Batman movie, you can still appreciate how amazing that set is. Like Ninjago, for example. I haven't really watched the Ninjago show. The sets are, are really awesome, though. Uh, and you can definitely find something on there for $200. There's a lot. <laughs> like, if you if your budget goes up to $200 and you're like, Greg, what can I buy? Literally almost anything on LEGO's website, you'll find something. The Nintendo, I think a little over $200. That would be a fantastic purchase for it. The Batwing just came out. Awesome purchase for it. I'm hoping the Ecto-1 is still available so I can snag that and I'll just get like a little Dots poly bag or something to take me over the $200 limit so I can take advantage of all those things. But if that doesn't work, I think I'm going to get the Sesame Street set, which I think is still going to be lurking there. And I'm going to probably spend another $80 to get to the, the, the remainder or the difference to get to the $200. So next weekend is the weekend to spend $200 with Lego at the very least spend the 120 or 150 or whatever it is for the uh, Charles Dickens promo. If you don't care about the brick, I mean, that's, I guess it's not that important, but it's also again, double VIP. So that's a great time to buy nonetheless. Like you're getting, you're getting three things when I think even just one of those things would probably be acceptable. So Lego, thank you for what you're doing. I complain a lot about your promos and your gifts with purchases. Oftentimes it's non Lego stuff that I get upset about. Like when you give me a beach towel or a, or a bag full of, uh, school supplies or something. I don't need that. I need things to build. So way to go, Lego. Give them compliments when they're due. Let's uh, talk about Watchatech next from Lego. Hope you guys enjoyed that little bit of a Lego segment there and the video game segment, my two interests in life. Let's go into Watchatech. And this is kind of related to YouTube because one night, what night was that? YouTube went down for a few hours. I was trying to watch a video. I'm like, hey, what happened here? And maybe you probably had the same experience if you're a heavy user like I am, like we're drug addicts. I'm a heavy user. Um, YouTube went down and I was like, well, shoot, what am I going to do now? Everyone's just sitting there like, I, it reminds me of the Truman show. If anyone's seen that movie, when Truman like leaves, he's, he's done and everyone just like kind of goes back to their lives. It's kind of what happens, I guess. Um, but I decided I was going to get on Netflix and I'll look around and I started watching a show that I've had on my list for a while, but haven't gotten around to. And that show is titled The Haunting of Bly Manor. It's on Netflix. It's a nine episode series and it's creepy as all heck. If you're looking for something a little scary to watch, it's a little bit of jump scares, a little definite creepiness. Haunting of Bly Manor is your show. I have two episodes left. Literally have been binging this for like the last three days. I'm watching two, two episodes a night, two or three episodes a night. They're like an hour a piece. I have two episodes left, which I'm going to watch today and I'm excited to see what happens. It's very mysterious. I don't want to give really anything away with it. All I can say is that the there's these two kids that live in this mansion with a couple other caretakers like housekeepers uh gardeners and such chef and their parents passed away so their uncle hires this girl to come in and take care of them and what she comes across in there is some very very scary stuff and i obviously by the name of it the haunting of bly manor you can probably anticipate what you're getting yourself into if that's not your cup of tea like the whole scary thing or if it's too deep for you because for me like to, the reason i haven't watched this yet is because it does it take it takes a bit for me to like get invested in something like this like these heavy things like comedies or stuff are fun to get into and it's like you can just down and laugh but this is like you got to be ready for it 
and you can watch it at nighttime with all the lights out. You'll be scared. You'll be you'll be terrified. I don't know if it's that scary, but uh, nothing worse than when you know like a jump scare is coming, and you're like waiting for it, and you're like, okay, here here it comes. Like you're gripping, and then it happens, and it still scares you. So, <sighs> haunting of Bly Manor. Give it a watch if you if you have a chance. I did finish my podcast I was listening to. If we're gonna talk about watch tech and listen tech, it's called Doctor Death. Very interesting podcast about this guy that was a very questionable surgeon and uh, I guess very questionable a lot of things in his life. And he did a lot of like botched surgeries to these people, but still kept going. And there was a question as to whether he was doing it on purpose or if he just thought that he was good and he wasn't. And it never really solved that question, but it was a good listen. And um, I would consider watching or listening to that. There's actually a season two coming out. I'm actually trying to get more into podcasts. So if you have any podcast recommendations out there, I'm always very scared to put this out there because every time I talk about anything I'm watching, everyone, every comment tends to be like, hey, you should watch this, 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 this. I'll, I save that if you have any podcast recommendations, because oftentimes I'm like doing things around the house and I'm just listening to something, throw out a podcast recommendation for me. You guys know my interests. You've been with me all this time. You know what I like. So uh, let's hear it. I'll, I'm, I'm curious to see what you had to say. Speaking of curious to what you had to say, next segment of our episode here, we're getting into viewer feedback or listener feedback. Starting with Els, who has a follow-up to her follow-up for my follow-up, says, if joining a BrickTech cult gets me out of going to work tomorrow morning, I'm in. Just chuck me in a corner with some bricks of sort. I'll be no trouble at all. Just for goodness sake, don't feed me after midnight. We just confirmed that Els is in fact a gremlin. Uh, if you guys have no idea what we're talking about, uh, Els I think said that she would be happy to move into the, or I, what did I say? Oh, I was talking about, we're going back in time here a little bit. I was talking about how I don't seem to have enough time to get all the things done that I want to do. And Els is like, oh, you have plenty of time. In fact, you could have us over for breakfast and do all this stuff. And I was like, well, if you come over for breakfast, I have to put you to work here. And Els essentially agreed to do that. I said about having everyone live here and how it would be like a commune. Then I made a joke about a cult, um, which is what Els is referring to here. Probably shouldn't have shared that one because without all the backstory, it just seems really weird. Uh, but I appreciate you, the offer coming over and I, I can certainly uh, follow those guidelines, Els. I and I always appreciate you commenting. I, I love seeing like the same people every week. It's just like we're having this conversation here. Next one that we have is from Rex the Reviewer. He says, I really love the journal idea. I've been watching you since you've had about 20K subs. My favorite videos from you are the ones with you solo, even though Clark Man is great. I also think the journal thing seems very chill and something many people would love. Well, I appreciate that, Rex. And I think you're probably in the unpopular opinion group when you say that you prefer the solo videos versus the Clark ones. Because I think 90% of the people that are watching these episodes probably just for Clark, which I can accept. I understand. It's fine. I don't cry myself to sleep at night most nights. Um, but the, the journal idea he's referring to is uh, I had this idea one day coming down the stairs, nonetheless, I talked about last week, about a brick journal where instead of doing like a review or a vlog video like we do, I thought about doing like a really chill thing where I, it's like B-roll of me like building the set and B-roll is like silent footage of like, you know, the unboxing, the build, um, you know, moving it around, showing it from different angles while I do like a voiceover, almost like what we're doing right now. So it'd be like, it would almost start off as like a podcast style and then go into like the build. Uh, very much like you watch um, tech reviewers, how they review iPhones or whatever, and how you, they might start out holding the phone and then you start seeing all like the cool cinematic shots of the things they're doing. And I had that idea and I just think that'd be really cool. The problem is like the style that I'm in right now with Clark Man, that'd be more of a solo thing. The style that I'm doing with Clark Man is like, 
the the style that we're in. Like I'm I'm kind of committed to that for now because I I like to share this experience with him. That's what this is about, and that is more of like a solo thing. Although I could show like us doing it. But I like having those reactions in the videos, like with, with him talking and me talking and like the interactions we have, I think is a, a big reason that people tend to enjoy the, the videos. And actually there was a comment on that in this, this episode too. Um, so I'm going to put that in my back pocket. But one cool thing that happened is I was going through the comments from last week and there was a gentleman by the name of Project R&B and his name's Robbie and his son's name is Beckett. I come to find out because I went, I went right into this guy's channel because he left me a message. And unfortunately I don't have the comment here. I think it's because he put a link to his video and it was in like held for review. And I was like, Oh yeah, this isn't spam. So I clicked like, okay, or whatever, or like to bring it over to the normal ones. And I think because he had the link to his channel, YouTube like somehow thought that it was spam and I can't find the comment anywhere. But basically what he said is that me talking about this concept of like a brick journal inspired him to make one. And I was like, oh cool, I wanna see what it looks like when someone went ahead and did like the idea that I had. And I watched this video, it was on the uh, Harry Potter brickheads that were the exclusive Buck, Buckbeak and Hagrid. And I love the video. I love the dude's like style and personality. So I was like, let me check out some other channel or some other videos that he's done. And it was so cool because I think I found my kindred spirit here on YouTube. You know, you, I always talk about the YouTube algorithm not serving me the videos that I really want to see. And in this case with Project RMB, the, the, the guy is just like me, basically. He's got a son about Clark's age. They're sharing their experience together. He has a video where he was trying to pre-order the PlayStation 5 and striking out all day on Thursday. That was me. He, he did get an Xbox, which uh, I'm a little jealous of. But it was really cool to see somebody that's essentially doing like almost what I'm doing, like in a parallel universe. And I'm like, this is what I'm talking about when I was talking about Lego, the Lego dads or the Lego moms and dads or Lego parents. I'm like, I need to find people like this and connect with them because like, we have a similar experience here. Like I have, it's hard, like, in, especially in the Lego space, it's hard to find other dudes that are in their thirties that are like, or, or older or whatever, that are like having, having this life experience. And I was watching his video and, um, I just, I, I think I found, I found the person and it's, I, I'm like, <laughs> like fangirling over this dude, but I just really appreciate somebody that's like super authentic and shares like their honest, personality and experience. And I was watching one of, I think one of his recent videos where his, he went to do like parent teacher conferences and he came home and he was talking about his son's report card. And I was like, okay, I can relate to this too. And then he mentioned about how he watched uh, one of the home alone with Clark videos where, uh, it was me feeding Clark a bottle and how he had wished that he had recorded more things to have that, those experiences recorded. And I was like, dude, this, this is us, dude. This is us. So uh, I left him a comment. I think I was his 15th subscriber and I'm actually going to link his channel down below. If you guys want to go over and find a channel, like if you like what Clark and I are doing, you'll like this guy as well. And maybe this is like, uh, this is like super jumping ahead, but maybe this is like the start of like the Lego dads. Like I saw other people that have commented before, like, Hey, I'd love to be like a part of that. And I was thinking maybe we could do like a discord or something where we can just like have a chat and stuff, but to find somebody that's like making the videos and stuff that are that's like that, I think is really cool. And I was just really stoked about that. It doesn't take much to make me happy, but like to find somebody out there in this world where you're trying to find like channels to watch and we all know how hard that is. And uh, to find somebody that, that kind of shares like your life experience and your interests is really cool. So Project R&B, hopefully we'll be hearing more from him in the future. Uh, next one is from Red Ninja Red, interesting name. He says, talking about young and having no worries, 
I'm only a freshman in high school and have dealt with anxiety since first grade. As of middle school, it has sped up rapidly and the dumpster fire that is 2020 has not helped at all. 2020 has made me mature much faster than I would have liked. And even now I find myself not even building Lego unless it has been given to me. Part of it is I simply don't have the time as virtual school is even more stressful. Thank you for the podcast, Greg. It has been a huge stress reliever every week. Keep up the great work. It's made me think a lot more about the world as a whole. Red. And I read this comment, and a part of me really felt sad for Red. How the dumpster fire that is 2020. I know that's kind of just his his perception, but uh, made me mature much faster than I would have liked. I find myself not building Lego sets. It kind of sounds like kind of sounds like you're you're getting a little down or depressed and that makes me sad to hear that but you can't let the world get you down just keep doing what you love and that isn't to say that you have to love lego and i, I thought this would be kind of a good spin-off topic here on red's comment i always try to tell people not to leave lego because of external circumstances like your parents think it's it's lame that you're 13 and you're still playing with toys or your friends feel that way or you don't feel like it's socially acceptable but on the other end of it don't feel like you have to stay in this hobby just because you have been in it before. People change over time. There could, everyone, a lot of people have a dark age and you might step away from Lego as a middle schooler and you might come back when you're 25 years old, 30 years old, 50 years old, you just never know. Don't feel the pressure, don't feel pressured to have to build Lego or to, to enjoy this hobby. But also don't let, don't let 2020 get you down. It's, it's just, it's just, a piece of time that isn't going to exist forever and eventually things will be good again. <laughs> At least I hope so. I tell myself that and I hope I can tell you guys that too. I can't say that with certainty, but I feel like we're, we're going to get there. Uh, I appreciate that you, this podcast is a little beacon of hope for you. And uh, I say, just keep, keep plugging on. Don't let school get you too worked up. It's it, when you think about this, is how I try to think of things. You think about the little speck that we are here in the, the universe or whatever. How important is this day? You know, like this, this little, like this assignment you have for school or whatever. How important is that? It's, it's almost unimportant at all. Now it's, you could take that too far and be like, my life has no purpose. I have no, no, no meaning. I wouldn't go that far, but don't let these little things get you down because overall it's just, it's just that just brush it off. And that's the best advice I can give you. I try not to be advice attacked because I'm by no means uh, a, a, a therapist. I, I have the only experience I have is my own life experience. And the only advice I can give you is from mistakes that I've made or successes that I've had. So take it for what it's worth. Uh, if you're really looking for really good advice, find some people that you really admire out there, some successful people, at least in your mind. That doesn't necessarily have to mean um, rich. It could be your, your, your parents. It could be someone that, that's close to you. It could be your grandfather. It could be somebody that you really admire and pick their brain, see what they have to say. I think you, you really do well with that. Maybe not so much me. Next comment that we have here. Thank you for the comment though, Red. Hope everything works out for you. Next comment is from Lego fan, which is uh, th this is an ironic comment. He says, this is random, but I've been thinking a lot about getting out of getting out of Lego. This is kind of a follow-up on the last one. When you collect Lego for long as I have, some sets you have... Wait, I'm going to start this over again. This is random, but I've been thinking a lot about why I'm getting a little out of Lego. When you collect Lego for as long as I have, some sets you, ha some sets have you questioning if you really need that. Lego is a lot of money, 
and a lot of sets get broken or put into storage. The Lego sets after a while get a little repetitive. There are pros to Lego, but when you get older and start paying bills, you have to weigh the pros and cons. Yes, it may be worth the price for the level of enjoyment you get out of it, but for me, many of the Lego I got would be built and never used. Uh, also, when you get older, building Legos sometimes uh, are, becomes something people look at as weird. And that's kind of what we're talking about in the last um, comment there. Do what makes you happy. If if you feel this way about Lego, I can totally understand. Like I've come into this conundrum when it comes to, should I buy a, a Technic Bugatti for $250 or $300? Or should I go get like a really epic RC car? What do we need to get more enjoyment out of? And they all have their, their, their strengths and weaknesses. But if you feel like Lego is something that you're not enjoying anymore, don't feel compelled to stay in it. Just like I was talking to Red there. Like you don't have to worry about having a dark age. It can happen and you'll come back if you want to. Maybe there's other things out there to explore. Maybe you're confining yourself in the world of Lego. This is one of the first times I think I've ever talked about leaving Lego. Usually I'm trying to convince people to stay, but you have to do what makes you happy, man. And uh, don't, the last thing, though, that, that really gets me there is in, when you start building Lego, some people look as weird. Don't worry about that part. Do what's in your heart. If you want to step away from Lego for a little bit, if you just want to buy like one set, next weekend, if you have the money, I don't know if you do, buy the Ecto-1. Enjoy that. Build it up. Get all the promos and stuff. That would be a good investment. Is it? At least in my heart it is. But uh, you have to follow yours and... Um, just kind of sit on it for a bit. See what you think. It doesn't, it's not like, this isn't really a decision you have to be like, I'm either in or I'm out. Take a break. Build a Lego set once a week. Don't build a Lego set for a month. Whatever whatever happens, man, it happens. It's not a big deal. I will say if you're making YouTube videos, though, I've told you this, and consistency is important. And that's pretty much the reason that you have an episode today in addition to the, to the comments. It's like, it would have been so easy for me with the doubts that I was having today to be like, you know what? I'm just going to take this week off. I'm, I'm feeling down about myself. I don't feel like I have anything worthwhile to share. I don't think anybody really cares. I'm just going to take off. But you know what kept me going is the fact that I've done this for 59 weeks. And I'm like, you know what? This is every Sunday. I made this commitment not only to you guys, but to myself that I have to show up. And the same thing can be applied towards towards working out or any other goals that you have. you got to show up. You have to be consistent. You have to have a schedule. Um, but when it comes to hobbies, it's, that's not the case. You got to do what makes you happy. But for me, this is more than a hobby. This is like, this is my purpose. So I have to, I have to stick with it. And I'm, I'm hoping that that makes you guys happy. Next comment we have here. Uh, this is, oh, this could have been the triggering comment of the week. I really appreciate the way that John handled this, but John says, I still go to the library a lot. I talked about last week, uh, I talked about, I said, imagine actually having to go to the library and look something up because I was talking about how the internet has made life so much easier. But he says, I still go to the library a lot, whether it's to borrow a movie or get a book. I want to read. Sometimes I'll just go to relax all before Chima. Uh, normally my grandma will take me. Another thing is the technology is taking over. All my friends have social media platforms. We're not even in high school yet. YouTube and Reddit are the only social media platforms I have and it's all I need. My mail is still booming. I'm glad that you didn't get upset with what I said about the library. I wasn't like insulting anyone in this case. Um, I just talked about like how most people, if you want to find out information, you go on to Google and you search for it or you you watch a video on it or whatever and you learn that way. Um, to me, I, I wouldn't think that many people would still go to the library to do that where I talked about having to go and pull the card catalog and then go find the book and then open it up and read whatever pages are in there. And you're kind of at the, the library's... Um, 
mercy when it comes to that. But I, I'm sure there are still people that go to the library. I, this comment though, like I, I really gotta be careful with what I say. Cause sometimes even small things that you say can really upset people. And I remember weeks and weeks ago, I made a joke about people that watch YouTube don't read books, which isn't obviously the case, but I made that joke. And there was a person that got really, really upset about it. They, they were a long time watcher or listener, but that thing that I said, as small as it was, and probably to 99% of people really meant nothing. It was just a little joke. That person got very upset. Basically, I, they, they felt like I was calling them like a like dumb or, or something for saying like people that watch YouTube don't read. And obviously I don't have any stats on whether that's true or not. Um, and it probably isn't, but saying something like that, you got to be careful with because that can really hurt someone's feelings. And it's never my intention to hurt feelings through any of my jokes or anything that I say. I'm just giving my limited view of the world. And sometimes that's what it is very limited. And that's why I appreciate comments like John's here, where he talks about going to the library. Like uh, it's still a thing. And uh, you mentioned something about, um, borrowing a movie. We used to do that at the library. I know a lot of libraries have games now too, which is wild. So libraries are still relevant these days. And the cool thing is that it's free. You get to go there and you can do whatever you want for free. And I think that's awesome. So thank you, John, for not getting upset. That could have been the comment that sent you away, but instead you talked about how you felt. And I feel like these past several weeks, we've had a lot of great conversations going back and forth about like maybe something that I think and then something you think, and then I see your side of it and we can like, we can have this experience. And I love that. I love the, the ability to do that here. Uh, speaking of things I love though, we're getting back into the good segues. I'm getting my mojo back here. Let's go into the wins of the week, starting with uh, Pancake Studios. This is my win of the week. My my friends finally came over. I apologize if I read any of your comments poorly. That's totally on me, and it's not how you write. And I haven't seen them for almost five months now. Also, I finished building my Technic Ducati. Beautiful set, by the way. It looks great for only $70, dude. Uh, that is, I think it's actually on sale at Target right now. I'm considering getting that. My last one of the week was from hours of work was figure. My last one of the week from hours of work was figuring out how to live stream on my MacBook and downloading among us on it. Another great podcast, Greg, keep up the great work. Can't wait for next week's. Well, thank you for being a part of this week's and congratulations on one finishing a Lego set, something that I could probably start doing around here and also figuring out how to stream from your, your MacBook and downloading among us, enjoy the game and don't be sus. Next one comes from Igor. He says, hey, Greg, I guess this is kind of cheating, but actually I have two main wins from this week. That's not cheating. That's double winning. Uh, first of which being finding the new San Diego Comic-Con Black Widow set for retail price at a Lego store. Secondly, and also, in my opinion, more importantly, I went to a healthy food store by the name of Sprouts and got some new tasty and nutritious snacks. It's been quite some time since I've had a change of foods, and these new snacks have definitely given me a large variety of foods and gotten me out of the habit of constantly eating the same thing. Congratulations, man. Finding that set, that's that's a massive win, but finding some nutritious snacks to eat and changing up your diet, I can imagine would be a nice thing too. So enjoy your build, enjoy your snacks. Don't get crumbs and stuff all in your Lego set. Nobody wants that, um, but I hope you have fun and uh, thank you for sharing your win. Our final win of the week comes from Richard Mincy. He says, hey, Greg, I enjoy the episode. I wanted to give my opinion about what the world would look like in five years, which was the topic of our last week's episode. Honestly, I don't think there'll be much change, unfortunately. Everyone will either be right or left or not able to get anything positive done. I fear for this. I can only hope that we just love our neighbors and be good to one another. I would also like to share my win of the week or more like the last couple weeks. 
I took your advice and finally started my YouTube channel doing what I wanted to do. I've been committed to posting once a week and honestly I've been enjoying it. So far my wife is my only viewer, which is awesome. Have a blessed day and you do you, man. Let's talk about the first part there, the part that I hope doesn't happen. You talked about how we won't be able to get anything positive done in the next five years and I hope that's not the case. Your comment here, and your win of the week actually got me started thinking about how much stronger we can all be when we work together. And I've talked about this before. If you start not viewing each other as your enemies and what you talk about here, love our neighbors and be good to one another, we'd be all be so much better off. And on the second part of that, you said, I took your advice and started my YouTube channel and my wife is my only viewer, which is awesome. That intrigued me. And I'm like, okay, let's take a look at this gentleman's channel. So I clicked on Richard's channel and I watched his video where he's talking about some Lego themes that he'd like to come back. And I was like, you know, this guy, we are stronger together. This guy deserves some help. So I became his second subscriber. And what I'm going to do for Richard here is I'm going to post his channel down below in the description. And I'd love it if you guys could go over and become a viewer along with me and his wife. Maybe you could come become a viewer of his as well. And I want to prove to Richard that we can be stronger together, that we don't have to be here or here. We can all come together and be like a team. I'm going to send you guys out on this message. We don't have to take big steps to go far. I don't know if anyone has ever said that before, but it's something that's on my mind and on my heart is you can take those little steps. I always talk to you guys about that. You can, time and pressure can do the most amazing things. And if we all just take that little step, little step towards the direction we want to go. And if you ever feel like I felt at the beginning of this episode where you start doubting yourself or your direction, just know that there are people out there that do care about you and there's people that are going to support you just like we're going to do with Richard here. At least I hope so. Again, his link is down below as is RMBs, Project RMB. They're all down below in the description. Let's build something together. Oh my God. That could be the new outro for Missing Pieces. I told you guys earlier, it doesn't take much to get me excited, but it's little things like that. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of Missing Pieces. Again, thank you for inspiring me to make it. And thank you to everyone that uh, left a comment this week and will leave a comment next week. Hopefully that I can share in episode 61 of Missing Pieces. All of your feedback makes these episodes really special and makes them what they are. And I appreciate that. If you want to support this podcast, you can do that. You can support us on Patreon. You can leave a like on this video. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You, of course, can listen to this on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But most of all, there's one thing that you can do is try to make this week the best week of your life. And on that, I hope we find you in the next Missing Pieces. And let's build something together.